Well, well, I break down my biggest problem. Yeah. We have a Batman that's not taking steroids. Yeah. Why are you not taking steroids, Batman? Get on the juice. Get on the juice, baby. We need to, we I wanted to be able to have a got juiced episode I know. where we talk about Robert Pattinson. Jesus, Robert Pattinson looks like he's got two of himself in his body. Yeah. What the f- he's huge. He looks like he ate every other performance of Robert Pattinson. Yeah, exactly. I could build a house on his shoulders. gentlemen and welcome to another episode of straight to series we've kept going hell yeah we're back at it ain't gonna stop us quarantine don't don't say that again though in oh. case it does stop us again it may stop I us mean, again we, we, we were it like, may stop it mid podcast mid podcast yeah we made the guys in like the hazmat suits don't are gonna kick the cough. door in yeah i'm trying not to it's in me though the virus is in me <laughs> okay <laughs> And my name's Connor. I'm Ian. And yeah, please welcome. Welcome to the Straight uh, Series Podcast. Welcome to Straight Series Podcast. Hopefully back to being regular. Yep. Fingers crossed. We'll see. Fingers crossed. And check us out on Instagram, SlamCloud, all that good stuff, you know. Yep. But, We're on uh, everywhere. We are on everywhere. And YouTube. And YouTube. In case yeah. you're watching. Yeah. Hey, guys. Check out the last one on YouTube because we yeah. had lovely suits <laughs> we just did a james bond special yeah yeah and all the feedback has been oh man i listened to it didn't know you guys were yeah, in I suits know, yeah so everyone please go check it out you'll see us this man was in a three piece yeah i was squeezed into squeezed a three piece it was doing work it was got that ben, a- ben affleck bulge going okay. you know yeah, relax there relax okay, there. yeah i know bring it down a notch yeah sorry yeah i have been looking at fat pictures of ben affleck and fat pictures of him are what i look like now so i'm like you mean justice league justice league yeah exactly Snack man. i it's it's him smoking is the one i go for he's in a blue sweater and he's smoking and i'm like nice. hey man that's that's what i look like now which means if i get in good shape <laughs> i must look like batman that's how it works that's, that's the, the logic works, right man. there bi- it is that's biology for you it's biology baby um i don't know if you've noticed but our set has been dressed revamped, revamped. slightly we have n- no more Hole, we've holes now. We've also got a full-size Batmobile. Full size That's the real size right it's there. The real size from the animated series. Gonna and drive away in that later. Oh yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could. And uh, we've a sword. We do have a sword. Yeah, it's kind of blocked by Ian, but we now, yeah, yeah it's a, uh, it's a real. I mean, it's, it's a, dangerous. It's a, it's a prop sword. It's dangerous. Yeah. I feel manly when I wield it. Yeah, I feel like um, working on those forearms. Oh yeah. <laughs> strong forearms yeah baby doing the Conan the Barbarian where he holds it like this and every muscle up his arm is like tensing (laughs) exactly exactly Uh, I feel like if we had it in a zombie movie you'd be like knocking like walkers over I think I could kill two yeah and then I'm wrecked in fairness their heads are made of like I don't have the cardio for this you know where you're like oh my god their heads are made of jello in those movies like for some reason they're never like their skulls are like paper mache actually that would fuck me up I'd be like oh I got this Mm. you know what I and then I go to to stab someone in the head and ding it just falls I just ricochet off it and then I'm I'm eating I'm eating I'm I'm taking toast yeah like literally I'm breakfast for some zombie Carl Ian Ian where are you Ian Coral. See, you've a facial hair. You'd look. You you do well Coral. in the apocalypse in Would terms I? of look. <laughs> look yeah, yeah, you have to look. That's why I'm I'm dealing with that right now. The, yeah. it's Quint, uh, the Quint, the quarantine look. Quarantine look. Anyway, we got a good episode. We do. We said <laughs> let's it, keep this on track, baby. We should. We said at the beginning we were going to outline what we talk about, and 
Yeah, we got some reviews for you. We do. So we are going to talk about Extraction. Extraction, Netflix, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, came out a while ago, but we want to talk about it. Tour in Bangladesh. Yes, and then we also want to talk about Capone. Came out a bit more recently. Bit People more. might not be aware of it that much. It's yeah. VOD or PVOD, they're calling uh-huh. it now. Sounds like a porn well, category. Well, well, yeah. It's premium. VOD. Uh, VOD. Yeah. <laughs> Video on demand. Yeah. I wouldn't consider most of the... PVOD I watch is uh, Capone's not uh, premium's a stretch <laughs> premium is a stretch yeah maybe the video quality is yeah, premium maybe, but yeah, nothing yeah. else and then we're gonna also talk about this little independent movie called The Schneider Cut I mean which is seems like a reality we'll, we, 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 we really it. shouldn't talk about it now because we'll get distracted yeah. and then linking into Snyder Cut we're gonna talk about Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson and his less than desirable physique right now yeah his refusal to get in shape which quarantine gains uh uh-uh, uh not for me boy has sparked some anger yeah. among the straight to series cast members it's gonna be a loose suit that's all I'm gonna say yeah all, all I'm saying is I'm angry he better have some big dick energy that's I'm all I'm saying mad as hell and I don't know what to do about it or whatever the line is but anyway let's get into reviews let's get into reviews Extraction. So we seen Extraction. We did. We watched we're it bit, ages ago. Yeah, we're a little bit late to this, yeah. but we we felt like we had to talk about it because we, we enjoyed it. Now, we have different views. Mm, we have different uh, levels of quality in our heads this yes, movie. but both enjoyed it. Yes, really enjoyed it, and I've recommended it to a multitude of people. And if you guys haven't watched it yet, go watch it yourselves. It's on Netflix. It's on and ne- if you don't have Netflix, you're not a real person. You're not so. a real person, yeah, because Netflix counts those homes, baby. Exactly, it does. Counts yeah. those homes. It knows. If uh, Netflix was taking personal information, they would know pretty much everything about me, my taste in movies, everything. Oh, my, my taste in porn? Yeah. Some of the recommendations I'm getting from Netflix are now so off because of all the like left-wing movies I watch. For example, I just watched uh, uh, Murder Mystery, and now all of Adam Sandler's... Like, Sandler. Sandler. And yeah. it won't be Uncle Gems. No, no. It's all the terrible comedies yeah, he's exactly. done. It's just being recommended yeah, just go to with me. It. You want to watch Just Go With It? Do you want to watch uh, no, I Now Pronounce You Chuck, Chuck, and Larry. Dur- Chuck and Larry? Yeah. Little oh. Nicky? You want to watch Little oh, Nicky? Jesus, yeah. They don't even have it on the platform. They're recommending it to me. <laughs> I know, yeah. Um, but yeah, Extraction is an actual good Netflix movie. Yeah, and it's an action movie, action thriller. Yeah. Action thriller. Set in Bangladesh. Starring Chris Hemsworth. And because of the all the Indian cast, it reminds you just how tall and beefy Chris Hemsworth He's is. fucking huge. Yeah. And this is him trim. Yeah, I know. Mm. He's uh, forced to be reckoned with in this, and it looks like he's doing a lot of his own stunts. Not all of them, because no. some of these stunts are goddamn crazy. After you watch this movie, you are going to beg to watch the behind-the-scenes footage, because how they shoot some of this stuff is insane. The director is a scary human being. He is. He's not afraid to lose his own life and oh, uh, does not, make it a movie. He does not value his own life. Sam Hargrave is the director. He stars, he stars, in, it, he yeah. stars in the movie, and he is a stuntman. So. He's a stuntman and a stunt coordinator. Yeah. Do you want to know what he coordinated on? on? Yes, I do. There's a really small independent movie that he worked on. Okay. And I forgot the name of it. Seriously? Yeah. Damn. Damn it. Well, it's clearly a big... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot. Um, uh, the Avengers Infinity War. Oh. <laughs> wow. And then the small sequel that came after called Endgame. Endgame, right. Uh, for a minute, I was like, it's a big movie. It's a big movie. And I, fuck's sake, I can't... <laughs> you know, it's it's so accessible in my yeah. mind that my, my, my mind was like, I'll put that to the back of the shelf because you're never going to forget that. Yeah, anyway, guess yeah. what? He forgot it. Feeble mind forgot that, baby. What's the name of that guy from The Wolf of Wall Street? He's like the friend. He's not Leo DiCaprio, but he's... Jonah, the, uh, Jonah, 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 Mountain. Jonah, Jonah Mountain. Oh, my God. Jonah Slope. Jonah Cliff. Jonah Slope sounds like the shittiest porn star ever. Jonah Slope, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jonah Slope. You want to ride the slope, baby? 
<laughs> talk about going. It's da- all uphill from here. I was gonna say, talk about going downhill. Um, yeah. So uh, it's Sam Hargrave's movie. It's written by uh, Joe Russo and produced by Joanne Anthony Russo, who so, of course directed like all the biggest MCU movies, basically ever. all your favorites, more than likely. Inclu- uh, uh, so surely that's the connection between uh, Sam Hargrave and Joe Russo. Yeah, and all those big movies that he totally. fucking stunt coordinated on. I wonder uh, who he plays. I'd love to see him in the behind-the-scenes footage of Endgame. See who he's stunting for. Well, I don't know. I think he's a stunt coordinator. Oh, he's just a coordinator. Yeah. Oh, I so see. So he's working on that, and you surely see that he's doing stunts behind the camera. Yeah, that's true. He's so good. He's probably doing the most dangerous stunts. There's a video, and I'll throw it on um, our YouTube. Okay. Uh, where he is strapped in this buggy yeah and they're flying along they're doing a car chase and he is so close to those cars and he's just there strapped into the buggy and then the yeah. minute it stops he unstraps himself and so he, he runs off he's a camera operator as well for steady for like handheld footage it's it's pretty good how steady and everything it's right it up in, it's in I, their business right up in there it's going through windows it's falling off roofs with you it's the cuts in this movie are hidden so well they're done really well um, but we should cut, get into the plot Chris Hemsworth is brought in to save uh, the son of a massive drug lord. His yeah, name is a Bangladeshi Bangla- drug lord. Bangladeshi drug drug lord. His name's Avi something. That's Avi Mahajan kid. is the kid. No, no, but the bad guy is the, is Avi Mahajan Senior. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah, but uh, it's it. This movie is a really good like showing of Indian actors who you've never heard of, who are just these insanely good action stars. Well, we kind of have the Indian Chris Hemsworth, yeah, who is awesome in this, Prob- by the way, and really shines. He does. They give him a lot of moments to shine. I'd love to see more of him now, especially I after know. this. The actor's name is Randeep Huda. I'm Huda. probably mispronouncing yeah. that, but uh, he's awesome as Saju Rav, uh, and he's just—he's basically Chris Hemsworth equivalent in yeah, the other in side. Yeah, Indian version of him, and he's just—he's so cool, he's so badass, and he's neck and neck with him. Yeah, and it's very good. I don't want to spoil anything no. about the movie, but there's a—you kind of root for both of them. Yeah, even though they're against each other, everyone has a reason for doing what they're doing. Like, and, the, yeah, it's good. Chris Hemsworth's reason is a good reason. Yeah, and that's why you support him. But also the Indian guy. Uh, Randeep Huda. Yeah. You also back him up, even though they're clashing, because he actually has a very personal personal reason that's yeah. also um, not bad. You know, yeah. that way like. And also, like, he's not a villain. Totally, and it's kind of interesting. His intentions are not villainous. No, anyway, put it that way. And it's kind of interesting having the the kid be the son of a crime lord, because mm. then it's sort of like it's you know it's more ambiguous who should get him. You yeah, know what I mean? He, also, he's like. The kid's not a bad guy. No. But he's connected. He's connected to, to like a, a lot of bad people. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 His, his dad is like giving orders and threatening people in jail and everything. And it's just, it's this really interesting setup that I like that they went for as opposed to, you know, politician's son gets kidnapped or blah, 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 whatever. Definitely. All, everyone's intentions are kind of morally ambiguous at times. Yeah. We're like, I kind of support him, but I kind of support him too. Kind of support but then him. at the same time, I don't want, should he be rescued? Like, but, should, should he go with this person? Should he be brought back? You know, like what, what are the repercussions well, of this? I want the drug lord to be punished, yeah. but I don't want the kid to die because mm-hmm. the kid seems like a good kid. But I do want the drug lord exactly. to be punished. But so. if but if the other drug lord kills a kid, then he becomes more powerful. So it's just exactly even, yeah. yeah, it's just an endless cycle of crime. There's even some good kid characters. Um, I couldn't tell you their names now, but there's one kid with a scar who's really good. Kind of he's really he kind of jumps off the screen a little bit. We get to see Chris Hemsworth throw down with a few kids, and it's a great scene. It's actually a great scene because he's holding back, but he's not holding back too much either yeah. you know that way yeah he bitch slaps a kid he, he really bitch slaps yeah. a kid yeah. and I get some pleasure out of it me too now the kid's not a 
kid is so, well he kind of is they are he? kids but they're like teenagers they're child soldiers basically young teenagers. yeah young teenagers young who teens. are child soldiers and chris hemsworth has to smack them around a bit yeah, he doesn't kill them he also like the the action in this is so good it's what you should come to that's see that's the best thing about it yeah that's the best thing about it and that's why we kind of differ because for me you really like the movie where mm-hmm. i thought it was a bit too long yeah because it's almost too much of a good thing the action's yeah. so good but there's not that much story so i'm like if, yeah. if you cut it down you could probably shave 20 minutes off it yeah. it would just be this great kind of john wick the first john totally. wick because the story is is decent but for me it doesn't deserve it's an hour and 17 minutes yeah and to me it doesn't deserve that because it's a very it's a very small story you know that way yeah. it's, it's the action the action's the entertainment I know what you mean it's not an hour and 17 minutes it's nearly oh, sorry, two hours 117 yeah, minutes it's 157 yeah so yeah. it's nearly two hours long did so, I say an hour and 17 yeah hour and oh, 17 shit. I was like, like that's a very short movie that's yeah. a quick movie yeah no I am um, I actually think that the setup is both like it's fundamentally the same as so much so many other movies but they also do enough twists on it where i'm kind of captivated again you know it's a it's an old tale done differently and i really enjoyed it so like again having the twist that it's the crime boss you're rooting for both parties to get him out and no one's really a good guy no one's really a bad guy you have this child soldier angle you have these you know who's going to survive, who's going to die and everything. I think they just do enough of a good twist on an old formula that I ended up enjoying it a lot more. Well, Chris Hemsworth gives yeah. a performance that's fantastic for what he had. Like, the source material there is not, you know, it's not heavily weighted. You know no. like Heavily weighted? Well, you know, it's not... There's not, there's not a huge to me. There's not a huge amount of emotional weight in the story. Totally. And yet, Chris Hemsworth's so good. He's bringing a lot to it. He so he brings a sadness to his character. Yeah. That you didn't necessarily need to do. And I think Keanu Reeves kind of does that with John Wick as well. You know, like he's been through some hard times in his life. He's, he's a bad person at the same time. He's yeah. been, a, he's an assassin just the way mm-hmm. Chris Hemsworth's a, a mercenary. Yeah. You know, he's killing people for money. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there's a sadness to him. Yeah. And there's a moral code there that only comes out occasionally you know yeah, what if I there mean? wasn't he would have butchered those kids yeah because also geez, they deserve more than a bitch slap at times also i do get the feeling that like it's it's more of a hang-up than a moral code you know what i mean yeah it's more like he's stuck on this one thing and therefore he can't even for his own good he can't go against it which is what's interesting about him definitely uh, like he's a tortured character also chris hemsworth does the bad at the tortured badass really well so well he's managed it so well now in thor like between in infinity war and endgame even like thor is emasculated and broken in infinity war and then in endgame he's just a shadow of his former self yeah. and he's it's he's almost like letting everyone down with how he's carrying on he doesn't matter. He's too self-absorbed in his own sadness to do yeah. that. And it's really good. And I, I, it's why Thor has gone from, like, most a lot of people's least favorite to one of their most favorite Avengers. The first you know? MCU character to get a fourth solo exactly. movie, which is crazy to think. It's so crazy. And he's going to be in Guardians. Um, So, yeah, the movie, it's 6 out of 68% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is, you know... It's kind of where I expected it to land. Yeah. Because yeah. I know there's a lot of people that don't like that kind of... It becomes, like almost like violent porn you know that way like yeah. it's just like it's violence 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 and i know there's a lot of people that just have the that knee-jerk reaction where they're like there's too much violence in this i was gonna say it's almost like so much it's the action even is great so creative. it's so creative it's so creative it's so much fun to watch but like even it's almost too much at a time and i can understand how people would be like man this fight scene is going on for too long you know and what i mean what's pro- my problem with it is it's so goddamn good 
that I get numb to it. Yeah. Where I have to keep reminding myself what they just did there is so creative and yeah. so different than most action thrillers. Like that was actually really cool. Yeah. But the problem is they have to do so many cool things and they've been fighting for like 20 minutes straight all this action that I'm not I'm not appreciating it as much as I should. Totally. You know, if it was done in slightly smaller bursts, I think I would appreciate it even more. Because at the start, I was like, hey, they're taking a different approach to this. And Sam Hargrave, the director, he definitely is going to have a serious career when he, it comes to action movies. He really stretched that $65 million. Yeah, yeah, $65 million. looks yeah, great. It does. Anyway, there's already a sequel planned, uh, written by Joe Russo again. He's going to do the screenplay. And, uh, yeah, people aren't sure whether it's going to be a sequel or a prequel. That's what he, Joe Russo himself yeah. was saying. He's unsure. And I have my thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Now, David Harbour has a small role in yeah. this movie. And Joe Russo was talking about maybe making it a prequel because he was saying, hey, you know, everyone does a sequel. Yeah. Why not make a prequel? Yeah. But it kind of reduces the stakes. And that's my only problem with it. Totally. Because we already know if David Harbour... Because he was thinking, oh, we could uh, investigate it, the relationship, relationship between Chris Hemsworth's character and David Harbour's character. Yeah. David Harbour is, by the way, the the police officer in Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Uh, I his name. But, you know, everyone remember. knows the police officer. Yeah. They, Winona Ryder is kind of crushed slash... They're about the hate fuck, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's yeah. so much sexual tension there, you could step Hopper. on it. Hopper. Hopper, Chief thank you. Chief Hopper. You could build a staircase out of sexual tension. Oh, like, it's man. so strong. He's he's great in that. Mm. He's just so likable. And he, I think they pop when they're uh, Chris Hemsworth and him are together. Yeah. They're good together. So, yeah. Joe Russo is talking about maybe doing a prequel and we mm. kind of learn more about their relationship yeah. and how they met each other. But the only problem is then we know that... Both of them don't die. Yeah. And I like when the stakes are there. I like when the peril is there and it's evident. So that's one thing. I think as a movie buff, and you do it as well, we make those calculations. We're like, oh shit, well then we know for a fact yeah. that Chris Hemsworth doesn't die and David Harbour doesn't die. It's like when you go into an Avengers movie, you're kind of like, well, if you think about it this way, you know, this character is this and blah, blah, blah. And this is what happens in the comics. So maybe they'll do something like that. You know, it's taking all this exterior knowledge that... Infinity War. Infinity War, exactly. When they wipe out, they dust everybody. Yeah. You're like, well... Black, Black Panther just made a billion all the people they dusted are the future franchises yeah, yeah. Black Panther just made a billion so yeah. there's no way oh wait there's another Spider-Man, Spider-Man coming yeah exactly they're talking about a trilogy so Ant- there's another two movies to come Ant-Man and the Wasp released next month so yeah. like how, how, how are <laughs> exactly. they going to be dusted yeah but uh, this movie isn't totally met with positives people have been criticising it saying that it is a white saviour movie which is something that we we're uneducated on uneducated well on. that term I've never heard before no neither I think I'd heard it before but I'd never really investigated or looked into yeah. but basically it's the fact that you know a white guy normally an American comes in and solves the problems in some third world country or a different yeah. country you know what I mean not third world but uh, and he also saves a character that's not Caucasian from the plight of their own country and, he, and their own country's missteps but he saves them in a way that is inherently American or white or you know what I yeah. mean he he uses his principles puts them on them and that is what helps them survive in the situation and I can see the parallels but at the same time I would that would make a lot more sense to me if there wasn't an Indian uh, an Indian version yeah. of Chris Hemsworth that's neck and neck with him and yeah. giving him just as good as he's getting yeah exactly you know way? like we live in a capitalist society. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth is the reason why, by the way, it's estimated 90 million households have viewed this. That's what Netflix said in the yeah. first month. Uh, the estimated around 90 yeah. million households have viewed this, which is the biggest numbers ever I mean, for a, pe- a premiere of a, of a movie. You know? Totally. Biggest I, first month for any movie ever. I mean, look. like You take, take, take 
Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Name off that. No one would have seen this movie. And that's that's just the way modern movies are made. You know what I mean? He's Thor. Like, he's Thor. Like, it, he brings something to it. Hemsworth equals money. Hemsworth equals money, yeah. And it's, 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 I mean, it's just the way movies are. You know what I mean? You have to put a big name next to something in order to bring in the people. It's always been the case. Well, how about we make his team all different different ethnicities and things like that which is what they were which is exactly what they were yeah and they were great as well like the team popped even though they're not in it for very long yeah. they popped they were all seemed interesting in some way and uh i think his indian counterpart is almost is just as good if not better than chris hemsworth in the movie that guy needs to be in some hollywood movies he does now. he's great he's really good like i'm gonna keep an eye out for what he's doing now i know so exactly it's, it's an interesting, you know... He's got a lot of screen time as well. He does. A lot of it's dedicated to him. Chris it's not Hemsworth- like he's just there to take a box to be like, hey, they're probably going to say white savior, no. so let's just throw this Indian actor in there for a yeah. little bit. Like, no, he really pops. He's got He's got some, oh, I'm afraid to say, moments because... Uh, Chris Hemsworth doesn't show up till 15 minutes in, I think, or in and around that. So yeah. there you go. It's just, it's one of those things where the movie would never have been seen if you didn't have an American actor in there. Also, you made a really good point to me when you first watched it that... Mm. Chris Hemsworth's Australian. Yeah. So he's not American. And for some reason, it just gives him that... It gives him a touch of flavor. Yeah, exactly. So it's not just like, hey, here's the here's the Californian yeah. white guy with muscles that is coming in. Instead, here's, it's an Australian Here's the American, American former Ranger Green Beret who's the greatest at everything. He's coming in now to save all these people. Yeah. No, he's this Australian guy. You know, that makes his background kind of a bit more ambiguous. An Australian tortured soul. Yeah. So I, I do think there's more levels to him than than just like the White guy from savior. California with the shades on going, hey man, well I'm going to save you from your country's plight. Totally. It's, I don't know, I think it's, the film does a good job of kind of moving away from the white savior thing. It never bothered yeah. me throughout the whole movie. No, me either. And I understand what they're saying, but then the more I thought about it, the more I thought, oh, well that kind of breaks a few of the tropes. Yeah. Like, you know, it does. And it goes against a lot of what it is. Like, the only thing... Most white saviors, it's an American movie trope. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's always been the case. And I really don't think Chris Hemsworth solves any problems over there. No, if anything, he causes them. He causes a lot more problems. But I, I know that, th- I think some audiences, especially someone who's extremely sensitive, they yeah. look at it and go, I'm just watching this white guy. Save this kid. Kill all these other Non-white guys. Non-white guys. Yeah. I think sometimes they just download that information and go equals racist or equals white savior. It's a white guy killing all these people. It's like when you watch Live and Let Die, you know? Yeah. And that movie. Life is not a precious thing in this movie, by the way. No, life is not precious. (laughs) Dead. 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 Boom. Boom. You're dead. Boom. You're dead. Boom. 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 Kid. Okay. Bitch slap. Yeah. Your ego's dead. I was re. I actually read. uh, Your social life's dead. Yeah. They just bitch slap the shit out of you. I actually read a comic recently. It was a Guardians of the Galaxy comic. And whenever Rocket shoots someone's in it, he goes, boom, you're dead. Boom, you're dead. (laughs) And I'm like, this is great. I wish they put that in the movie. But anyway. uh, Disney be like, get that fucking out of my face. Yeah, you couldn't really. Fired. You couldn't really acknowledge that Rocket was murdering these people. You'd come in, you'd write that script, and they'll go, fired. We're going to destroy your career. And then go and tweet saying, uh, creative difference. We're going to have you back in a few months. Though. No, but Don't creative you differences. Creative differences first, and then we're going to have you back in a creative few months. Creative differences. Don't you it's worry It's always that me. thing, though. Yeah. You're like, what really happened? Creative, what? creative differences. Creative differences. He wanted to go in one direction, we want to go in the other. Hey, ask, ask Josh Trank. Yeah, exactly. Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Don't you worry. Ask, ask uh, Joshy Boy over there. Joshy Boy. Uh, he's coming up next, but just to wrap up on this white savior talk or whatever, I think the movie does a good enough job of being different enough to not 
I think the white savior thing is unjustified in this movie. Two white guys sticking up. Yeah. <laughs> for well, the movie with a white speaking, savior problem. Speaking as uh, the ultimate uh, beaten down race, a straight white man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think there's a problem with this movie at all. No. no. If anything, not enough people die in it, but exactly. by the hands of that white, Caucasian, beautiful man. And how beautiful is he? So beautiful. So beautiful. Every woman. How rugged is he? Just so, the right amount. Just the right amount. Oh. Every woman I've spoken about watching this movie has been like, oh man, Chris Hemsworth. His forearms. Oh. His fucking forearms. He looks great. I, when I see his forearms, I'm yeah. like, how's he do that? Yeah. I rewind every fucking day, man. I know. I rewind all those scenes as well. Like, do you? Yeah, I just rewind and I just look at him like, God damn. In the Snyder Cut reveal trailer, which we will get into, Henry Cavill shows up and I'm like, oh my god, look at the size of the man. Jesus. I've watched that trailer like five times just to see him with his mustache and his huge shoulders. <laughs> huge shoulders. He's in that tank top. He's like, hey guys, I'm just showing up He's here. literally just like, like hanging out at how home. How many push-ups did you just do? Did you do anything to get camera and ready? Like, I know I'm a slob today. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry guys, I didn't shave today. It's like, don't do anything, Henry. You look <laughs> Whatever perfect. You're doing, just keep doing it. Yeah. Someone snap up that man quick. Anyway. Uh, extraction. Extraction. Watch it if you haven't already. It's definitely worth a view. Totally. If you like thrillers with some good action. Yeah. It invoke, evokes the raid, I would say. That's kind of like yep. the action style it's going for. And then a bit of... It has a bit of John Wick is in the creativity, the choreography yeah. the as well. The gun foo that kind of goes on. A lot of it's John Wicky. Yeah, it really is. I love that that's a like a, a genre now, a John Wick <laughs> no. genre. Originally it was a Taken. You know what I mean? Oh, there was so many Takens. It's there was a, so many Takens. It, it was a Bourne movie and then it was a Taken. Do you have an actor? Yeah. Past his prime. Past his prime. Needs redemption. Throw him in there, yeah. Yeah, but it's like that. It goes, oh yeah, that's kind of like a Bourne movie. It's like, that's kind of like a James Bond movie. That's kind of like a Bourne movie. That's kind of like a Taken. That's kind of like a John Wick. John Wick, yeah, yeah. it's really good. So I wonder what the next one will be. It won't be Extraction anyway. No, it no. definitely won't no. be. No, The Raid as well. That's kind of like The Raid, you know what the I mean? The Raid, yeah. But not as much just because that's not a Hollywood movie, No, I guess. not as big, even though I've seen both of them and they're both pretty great. And I've heard loads of directors always, compliment it and talk about it. Always talk about, about it. The yeah, Raid, like, oh, yeah. That changed, my, that yeah. changed all our fight scenes because then yeah. we're like, oh shit, we need longer scenes. We need longer cut scenes. You know? Old Boy as well. Old Boy was one I always saw reference for the fight yeah. scene. Arguably one of the best fight scenes in movie history. So good. Such yeah. a good one. I love that people get tired in that fight scene. It's my favourite aspect of it. And then you watch the James Brolin one. Oh, sorry, Josh, James Brolin and Josh, Josh Brolin, Brolin. And it just shits yeah. all over it. That whole movie. It's a mockery. Sh- the whole movie shits all over the original movie. It's so bad. It's I'm terrible. Sweating. It's I'm very warm well. in here, ladies and gentlemen. We nearly did a shirtless episode of it. Almost. I was up for it, looking <laughs> ripped as I am, but Ian didn't want to show his fat body no. on screen. No. I'm actually sweating so much. Flip that, reverse it. That's 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 really what happened. I was giving you that. I was giving you that. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're gonna move on to Tranky Boy. He's back making mediocre movies. Remember that Fantastic Four movie? Yeah, and everyone was like, "Oh boy, I bet if we got to see his version, it would be better. It'd be amazing." Well, he directed, edited, and wrote this movie, Capone. So I think we can safely say, it's all him. All it's all him. him, and it's bad. No one touched that paintbrush but him. But him, yeah. Which is. Turns out, not a good thing to just have your own vision done. Yeah. George Lucas learned this with Star Wars. You know? True, exactly. That's True. a very good uh, version of that Every, as well. He, he wanted, originally Han Solo was a lizard man and everything. Chewbacca was like some weird... That's when he weird... closed all the doors and it's just your own thoughts. And yeah. That's the only 
that's the only thing you hear. Only thing. You need people to collaborate. Now, I'm sure Tom Hardy yeah. added bits and pieces here, but whatever he added didn't fucking work either. But, but let's. Do you want a bit of strange sauce on yeah. that? There you go. That's my fish. That was my fish. That's the voice he's doing the whole time. I realized when I came here that I could do that voice very well. <laughs> you and now really can. I was tempted to do the whole podcast like that. Meh. Meh. I watched Capone, man, and I'm. it was an endurance test. I it watched, really was. Got, what happens? Nothing. He shits himself twice. He shits himself. Yeah, he yeah. does. The, it's a lot of shit. The first time it happens, you're kind of like, oh, man, he just shit himself. And then they pull back the rugs, and you're like, oh, my Whoa. God. Whoa. That is a lot. It's a scene out of the movie Seven. That is way more shit than I anticipated. <laughs> what did you eat? Yeah. I, he's Italian, so it's all, like, bread. It's all carbs. It's all it's bread, all oil, and it's, like, uh, everything's dipped in oil. And it's Heavy like, carbs in this? Yeah. Not enough. It's spicy as well. You Has know? to be. Got a bit of a kick to it. Ugh. But yeah, uh, Capone is not a good movie, I can safely say. I wanted to fight in Josh Trank. I wanted to be in Josh Trank's corner. Me too. Because of all the stories I've heard about Fantastic Four. Because yeah. I'm a fan of Chronicle, and I know a lot of people are. That yeah. was a big movie. It was. Shot him at the stardom. Everyone, yeah. Every studio wanted a piece of him after that movie. Mm. Then Fantastic Four happened, and everyone blamed... Everyone kind of... Actually, no, it's actually weird, because some people hated him yeah. and blamed him solely. And then I think after a bit, just like the Snyder Cut, yeah. people started to blame Fox. That's the thing. That's always the natural way of things. Because now, if a movie doesn't do well and the director leaves, it's assumed the studio is the problem. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So, but oh, back in... Solo? Yeah, Solo, so exactly. So had a very, thing, a very similar... Uh, Ron Howard had to come in yeah. after something like four or five months of shooting. Phil, the whole movie was done. Phil Lord and Chris Miller, and Chris wasn't Miller, it? that's yeah. it. The guys who did Twenty One and Twenty Two Jump yeah, Street, exactly. But it's like originally it was like, oh man, that director must have been the real, you know, cracking yeah. the whip and everything. But now it's assumed the studio. But actually, you read an article about this where Josh Trank was very open and candid about it, and it seems like it was. It's a bit of both. Yeah. It's definitely a bit of both. He came at it the wrong way. Do you mind opening up on Wikipedia? We're still on. Uh, extraction. I just want to look at all these numbers. Or was it back there? The Josh Trank gets can. Oh yeah, there's Capone. That's cool. Sorry about that. No, no, you're good. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it turns out that the Fantastic Four thing. It was kind. Of, he was being a bit of a dictator. Um, he was not. Um, he's not a good guy to collaborate with. That's what I'm getting from it. Since- By the way, he didn't write Chronicle. No. He helped with it, but it was your man Max Landis. Max Landis, yeah, the son of that, Jonathan Landis. He also made that amazing movie, Bright. He did. <laughs> that, that he, wonderful movie. He wrote that movie. as well. Yeah, he's also... Directed he, by David Ayer. He was a big... We'll get to David Ayer in a while. He was a big writer on Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency. I hear that's good. It is good. Yeah, it's very I've heard good. really good things yeah. about that. Yeah, it's a weird show, but it's very good. Cool. Well, so he didn't write Chronicle... But he decided after Fantastic Four that yeah. he needed to close those doors and let yeah. no other creative opinion come in. Yeah. And if I've read loads of interviews now. He's so proud of the movie. That's exactly the movie he wanted to make. He tweeted it out. He was like, this is finally get to see my cut. And it was Capone yeah. that he was putting out. I think it was different title, but my edit or yeah. my cut or something yeah. like that. And it's to me, it's trash. It's, yeah. it's bad. It's, it's really bad. Nothing happens in the movie. It's... It's such an interesting point of view, you know, like, like let's make a movie about Capone. I know those people would think, oh, well, let's see him just butchering people with a Tommy gun. Totally. No, but let's do this interesting take where it's the last year of his life. He's suffering. 
heavily by syphilis and countless strokes. His body's giving up on him. His mind's disintegrating. I was going to say... Hey, this is cool. This is like the fall of power. Exactly. And this, this powerful, powerful man is... Lo- oh, financially, yeah. he's leaking everywhere as well. He's a shadow of his... Not just his foot crack leaking, but <laughs> also his wallet. He's a shadow of his former self. This is... I thought, hey, that's an interesting take. And not a lot of people know that. Like, Capone, yeah. uh, Capone had syphilis, contracted syphilis when he was 15. 15! Which is an STD that causes, and I hate to get graphic here, pus to leak from your member. Right? Well, you see, mm-hmm. everyone's tense. Everyone's tense now. Yeah, but we gotta, I'm tense. We gotta get through this. But this man... For what, anyone watching YouTube, images, images, images. images. No, no, oh, I'm joking, oh. I'm joking. <laughs> Don't switch off. Medical diary, medical diary. <laughs> but uh, then what slowly happens is it eats away at your body until it gets to your brain. And it slowly eats away at your brain cells, causing things like strokes and everything. Like when they tested him in prison, he had an IQ of like 78 or something. And he was suffering... From the age of 15. From the age of 15. You can imagine, is he 48, I want to say? He's in his late 40s. He's 48, 40s. exactly, yeah. They say, Capone, they, they, they ask him, they're like, how old are you? Uh, or his, th- his psychiatrist is like, how many fingers am I holding up? He's like, four. four. And, then, and then he's like, how, how old are you? Four. And it's like, <laughs> you're 48. You're 48 fawns, okay? But, uh, yeah, it's just... It's such an interesting take on the character. It's to- You know, it, if you read the logline, you're like, oh... This would be cool. This would be interesting to see. Exactly. And I think we've spoken about it before where it's like there's a lot of... It was an interesting topic and there's a lot of meat to those bones. You could really get into some good stuff there. And also the fact that he's mentally being reduced to a child. All these memories are faded and are getting warped. So I just thought there was going to be loads of dives into... He, things that happen in his past that yeah. we kind of get these elements where we kind of see him as a powerful mm-hmm. rich gangster in Chicago yep. and then we see him in incontinent guy that's just like fucking baiting in his own shit you getting, know? getting smacked around by his wife yes yeah like, Linda it, Cardellini everyone's wife in Hollywood Hawkeye's wife she's Hawkeye's wife she's Capone's, Capone's wife. wife she's uh Green Book. She's uh, Viggo Mortensen's, Viggo Mortensen's wife. wife. She's oh, she's someone else's. We looked this up. I, she's Will Farrell's wife in, in Daddy's, Home. Daddy's Home. Yeah, yeah. I we we I did some deep diving on this. Linda Cardellini plays every person's wife. And I would in love anything. her to play my wife Me in too. real life. Me too. Yeah, she's a uh, she's a good actress, so she could pretend she's happy. She's something else. She's Velma Scooby Doo. If you don't know who we're talking about, Hawkeye's wife is what I always refer to her as now because. That's just what I but think. But we all know that Hawkeye's real life, uh, real wife is a... Uh, <laughs> cut the stream, cut the stream. Don't talk about it anymore. Here, uh, I'll, I have her up here. Bro- oh, she's uh, Brokeback Mountain. She's one of the wives that's getting cooked. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, she's she's in Legally Blonde. What else is she in? Oh, Dead to Me, that new TV series. She's playing the wife of someone who gets murdered. Or is she... No, she is. Isn't she the wife? Or is she the one who murdered... I don't even fucking... I, couldn't, I don't know. I've never watched the show. Uh, she's a mom in A Simple Favor, which normally means she's married to someone, therefore <laughs> yeah, a know. wife. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's other stuff. Um, she's in Bloodline. She's playing a character in Bloodline, probably because she's married to someone, therefore <laughs> making her a wife. Uh, she's in The Founder. She's going out with uh, with uh, James Keaton, Marsden's character, James Marsden, and then yeah. is stolen by Michael Keaton, who then makes him his wife. I, oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Basically, she's, she's the Hollywood wife. She's the Hollywood wife, and you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. She's probably not okay with it. No, probably. Like, not. God damn it! Give me. I want to be an atomic blonde. Give me something. Well, you can be Charlize Theron's wife. Wife. Yeah, who she cheats on with the other yeah. one. Um. Yeah, man. She's just. 
She's great though. I like she whenever is. I she's see really it. She's really good. She's got that. See, she's got the homely vibe. She does. I want to make kids with her. And also, she's got the Italian thing, which is what clearly they're going exactly, for. You yeah. know, she had it in uh, Green Book, and now she's bringing it to this and everything. But uh, she's a bright spot in this really bad movie. Yeah, it's. I so wanted Josh Trank to get a win. Yeah, but this really is not a win. I the minute I seen edited by yeah Josh Trank, I was like, okay, so he wrote and directed it, but for fuck's sake, so every creative door is closed. There's yeah. no collaboration. No going one's on here. coming in on that this. That scares me. And Tom Hardy is the type of actor that, as a director, you have to reel in because if you don't, he's just going to go out there and have fun with it, which yeah. is not inherently a bad thing, you know. Depending. Depending on what you're doing, you need a strong director coming in. This is what David Ayer says, you know. David Ayer was not a director to George to Jared Leto, you know. Oh yeah, he was he, like, "What you want to do?" Yeah, he's like, oh, "I thought you'd never ask." Even though Jared Leto's <laughs> always like, "Oh yeah, all the bad ideas, those were David Ayer's of ideas." Of course, that's yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. I, you shift the blame, shift yeah. the blame, shift the blame, shift the blame. David Ayer wants his own cut coming out, but oh, we'll, we'll get into right. that. Um, we both drank at the same time. That's yeah. podcasts. That's podcast 101. You should never do that. Synchronicity? Synchronicity, yeah, yeah. We're both synchronized and terrible podcasters. Yep. That's the way of things now. But, uh, yeah, you know, you really want to win for him, especially because he's so quiet about everything and he just gets on with things. He used to be anyway. And now he's coming back and he's, like, I haven't heard him say anything after the release of this movie well what yeah i seen all the interviews saying him saying this is exactly the product i wanted to make yeah. makes me think i never want to see any other movie he makes yeah because it, if this is the type of movie he wants to make well then it doesn't there uh, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me it doesn't connect with me no i think it's trash yeah also when you have the likes of tom hardy there yeah god damn it you need to direct that man though you got he's it. a crazy person in this he folks is. In, he's cra- there's a lot of grunting yeah. there's a lot of facial expressions at one point he's in uh, women's clothing yeah. and it's a funky scene yeah it's all a bit but mad. did that happen and then, who knows uh, yeah who, who knows and then he's in Venom and he's like I want to end up in the fish tank yeah as an actor he yeah. came in that restaurant scene where yeah. Michelle Williams and her new man friend new man friend <laughs> yeah and he's like I'm, I'm going in the fish tank Mrs. Chen but that's actually what he said yeah. as an actor he came in there and goes fish tank at some stage I'm ending up in there I'm going in there yeah and uh, Ruben uh, Fletcher yeah. is that his name yeah he's like okay okay Mr. Hardy you do that whereas in this I imagine Tom Hardy was sitting there and he's like so Tom you do whatever you want in this scene funny voice <laughs> funny <laughs> that was my fish that was my fish uh, was it worth it was it worth it and then he goes great work Tom I'm the gonna edit is, this not, it's gonna be great that sounds like you're doing a parody of it but he sounds like that yeah it's pretty anyway, dead on a parody of it but yeah. like it does sound like that it really does dead on I need to get an exact line I think the was it worth it is the best is the best one I do was it worth it? <laughs> That's it. And then Matt Dillon is in there. Is he? Is he? Is he there? Is he not there? It doesn't make sense. Even when the movie is deliberately fucking with you, it doesn't yes. make sense when you even stop to think about it, which I don't think you're supposed to do because we're getting into spoiler territory, but I don't think anyone's going to see this, so I don't think anyone cares. Light spoilers. Light let's spoilers. Do light spoilers. But let's just, let's just say that there's, there's kind of a Joker element to it because yeah. the guy's mind is disintegrating. Yeah. So sometimes you don't know if you're seen from his point of view. So sometimes you're kind of questioning the reality of the movie because yeah. you're like, okay, I'm pretty sure that happened. But then there's other things where you're going, is he imagining this conversation or not? Okay, so- but if you go back and you try to retrace those threads, yeah. it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Here's the way. Here's- As movie <laughs> science, if I try to implement yeah. the movie science, if you watch... 
if you watch Fight Club, yeah. and then you go back, you go, oh, oh, my, oh my god, I yeah, now I see it, I see it, yeah. I see it. Whereas in Joker, uh, here's the way, here's the way to look at this: Arthur Fleck, when he's imagining something, he is at least present there, yes. and he is not imagining something where he has no involvement in. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, there There's are times, there are times when. Capone is imagining two characters outside of himself having an interaction as something yes. happening and then they become involved in his life but the only reason that is there as an audience is to make you go oh so that person wasn't real the whole time oh yes. how clever it's some fuckery it's, it's like they're, they're tricking you to think okay this definitely happened but yeah. then you got you can't just jump back on it then and go oh well that's where the, the lines blur too much. Yeah. The lines way, way too blur. I'm actually totally. getting, I'm getting angry just thinking yeah. about it. I know the lines blur too much, and they, do, they there's no plot to this movie. There's nothing interesting going on. You know, in a movie, you know, movie 101, character starts at point A, ends up at point B. Yeah. That's the idea. You know, he goes on a journey, ends up here. In this one, Capone starts off sick and he ends up sicker. Sicker. That's about That's it. That's it. Yeah. Sick and then sicker. That's yeah. it. There's no journey. There's nothing. There's no. I would say there's no character development. Nothing. No there's one, nothing. No yeah. one develops as a character. It's just Capone gets a little bit worse and worse until eventually he he doesn't not in the movie, but they tell you at the end he dies shortly after. But if you pitch the idea of his last final year and all everything shutting down, it's totally. even his wallet, I'm I would bite. Yeah. I would bite. I'd Me be like, too. okay, I'm in. That I, sounds great. Let's just get someone hmm. who uh, has a good mind for this type of stuff. Yeah. Who. Guess guess what? It's not Josh Trank. Or at least get Josh Trank in, but make him collaborate with someone. Someone who can so, write a movie. <laughs> someone come in as script supervisor and just go, you know what? Maybe we should tidy this up a little bit. It's unclear. Yeah. We need to do this for the audience, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's just not do, good. Do you know, when I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, if after all that shit that went down with Fox yeah. and Fantastic Four, if I was the head of a studio that was funding this yeah. and then he shows me the first, uh, you know, in post-production, he shows me the first edit that he yeah. has, I would turn into whatever Fox was yeah. during Fantastic exactly. Four. I would turn into that dick going, hold, hold on, where the fuck's my money? Yeah. Okay, we, we gotta we gotta re-edit this. Yeah. We, we need someone to come in. Yeah. We need a Joss Whedon. Yeah, get, get Joss in. the Snyder and he, territory. We and need... Capone's lying down. I hurt myself. I hurt myself. Something's broken. Something's bleeding. <laughs> we need some serious reshoots here, guys. Yeah. We need some serious reshoots. He shits himself and everyone laughs. Ha <laughs> The best the best part is in the movie is when the Wizard of Oz is in there. That's my favorite bit. It's the bit I I was happy to rewatch that again. And actually here, this is like a really light spoiler because it's at the start. And yeah. when I read interviews with Josh Trank talking about the, the this movie The and, craft. Yeah, this and movie. where did the, the seed of the idea came into his head yeah. and then he developed it. He was thinking because of he kind of has parallels with this in his own life mm-hmm. because at one point he was kind of housebound. He was taking all the shit from from Twitter. The yeah. internet was coming after him. They were they were thirsty for his blood yeah. after Fantastic Four and totally. the shit show that that movie was. So he was he was at his he was in his own house and he's listening to all these stories, this podcast. <laughs> like us, we're probably adding to the shit. But Hi, Josh. Hey, Josh. He's a fan. Um, Oh yeah, no, no, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't take in any information anyway. Yeah. That's at all collaborative. Yeah, and even we though, threw some ideas. Even out though there. he did like one of our comments and something. He did, by the way. Yeah. He did. Hey, shout out to him there. Shout out to Josh. I mocked the the poster. Yeah. Because I said uh, that's the worst dandruff I've ever seen, and the poster's like his mind disintegrating. Yeah, there, just there. There's just the poster. Said, and a hashtag head and shoulders. Hang on, halt for laughter. Halt for laughter. 
<laughs> I'll, I'll put in a laugh yeah, track. Yeah, put in a laugh track there. But then, um, yeah, he actually liked my comment yeah. where I was dissing Pre- his pretty sweet. movie poster. Pretty sweet. And since he doesn't collaborate, he probably designed it himself. Probably. <laughs> Photoshop yeah. at home. Would not be surprised. But anyway, so I was going to say that when he was housebound and he was listening to all these stories about himself, and yeah. he was saying a lot of it was fiction mm. and didn't happen that way, but he's just hearing his own name. He's like, hey, that guy sounds similar to me, but that's not how it went down. Yeah. He was thinking, imagine Capone, and he's sitting in a chair... And, uh, you know, all that power is kind of slowly draining from him financially and just mentally and physically. And he hears a radio play of the Capone character. Yeah. And it's how farcical would that be? How weird would that be to hear this iteration of yourself? And, yes, it's heavily fictionalized. Yeah. And I was going... That sounds great. Yeah, why can't we have a flashback or even an imagination scene where he's imagining this thing or even he turns to a kid who's listening as well. He's like, that's not how it happened. And you yeah. see this flash of this vicious, violent mobster. It's way more bloody. It's yeah. just raining in blood. Yeah. And where he, instead we just kind of get him there pissing yeah. himself, you know? You're kind of You kind of just have to assume that he was like, you're like, oh yeah, he was a bad guy. Like they don't, I, I want to see some of the strength. Yeah. I want, I want to see him, you know what? it's too internal it's actually too internal where I'm like I guess Tom Hardy playing Al Capone is trying to convey this thing of like this strong man or once was strong struggling with all this power that's draining from him struggling from how weak he is now but you don't it's too internal you have to kind of like just you have to project it yeah. onto the movie you have yourself. Like, you have oh, to do the work. Oh, yeah. At one stage, this guy was powerful. I know that. I know yeah. that because the movie's kind of telling me that but the not subtle, showing it to me. The subtleties are too subtle. They're that's too subtle. The, that's movie 101, show, don't tell. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Don't tell me he was a powerful guy. Show me he's a powerful guy. Don't tell me Shuri is smarter than everyone in the Marvel Universe. Show me show how me she's it, smarter. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, You'll that's never just, get over that. I know. It's just the example <laughs> I go to because I always think... For the Russos, I think that's bad writing, but that's a character that was set up in Black Panther, so it's yeah. not really their fault. Anyway, um, uh, Capone, I, I, like my idea for the movie is the better way to do it is to have it from the perspective of the FBI character who's coming in, and maybe have him like harassing Capone, and all we see he's just a sympathetic figure who's like losing his mind and everything and yeah. he's just have him really going after this old man and almost like why why are you doing this and then right at the end we get a flashback or something just to show remind you of what this guy used to be like and then you sort of understand why the FBI are coming after him so hard still you know what I mean yeah that would be that was what I was thinking in the movie but that just doesn't happen well for me I would love to still actually focus on Capone he'd be the main character yeah but I just want to see more of the struggle I want to see him internally struggle with his bravado just like drain completely you know that way and I want to see flashbacks even if you don't need to tell me the full story or anything like that no but I need to see him as a strong Chicago gangster I need to see him drenched in blood I need to see him as a force that that to be reckoned with. Yeah. I want to see him as that guy and then see him in Continental Every- and see him pissing the bed. Everyone's telling you, you know, you used to have it all up here, Al. You'd be, you'd have it all up here, or Fonz, as they call Fonz, him. Yeah. yeah. You used to have it all up here. But it's like, yeah, I know you're telling me that, but, you know, Shouldn't I don't be. see any yeah. genius criminal mastermind here. You know, all I see is the guy shit himself. I don't need you to paint the full picture. That's no. the thing. But I, I just, I need something more. Give me something. You gave me nothing. You, you gave, gave me, me nothing. fucking nothing. Okay. Yeah. So I need, I need something. Even in the 
flashback or whatever scenes or whatever it, it, he's it's the incontinent one we're looking at it's not even the powerful one yeah anyway look we we didn't really like it uh it was an endurance test to watch it was it took me ages the film's around an hour 40 minutes long let me yeah. see it's a ah, motherfucker i went i had to come back to it i had to come back to it too it's 104 minutes long and i struggled all the way through what's that an hour and 44 minutes 44 yeah man i struggled it took um, me around it took me around two and a half hours to watch it. I had to pause it once or twice because I was, I was getting frustrated. I watched 40 minutes on one day, on Monday. It's now Sunday and I watched the rest of the movie like yesterday. But this says it all. We were comparing Tom Hardy as an actor to who Nicol- I love. To Nicolas Cage. To Nicolas Cage. Yeah. And then we were starting to see the parallels between uh, or so Tom Hardy in Venom. Yeah. Where he's totally off the leash. Ever heard of a movie called Ghost Rider? Huh? Huh? Facial expression huh? after <laughs> facial expression. <laughs> Skin and can everything. you overact even more what you want me to go from 11 to 12 I can turn it up yeah <laughs> there's always another notch yeah bum, 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 he's got bum, his clothes bum. off again folks yeah oh you baby know. he's naked let's go <laughs> <laughs> he's squeezing the butt <sighs> Nicholas Cage is the guy that for, uh, shooting he was doing voice work for the crews and he was like you could, you know that's that scene where I go underwater you can actually waterboard me and they had to talk him out of it they were like it's a DreamWorks production yeah. you don't need to waterboard you and he's like two late guys yeah, I already practiced it at home I got my wife to do it waterboard me bro <laughs> waterboard me put me underwater can't really do so, very good at Nicolas Cage. It's bad though that we're looking at Tom Hardy, an actor who I love. Yeah, and he's getting too goofy. He's getting too much. He's getting too much of a parody of himself. Totally, Ven- You see it in Venom, and you see it more in this. He just needs someone. A director needs to come in and rein him in. Now, listen, he's got the talent. Like that. That's, yeah. We're not arguing about that. I think Nicolas Cage's point comes from he's trying to do something crazy and he's trying to be out there and everything, whereas Tom Hardy is just having a bit of fun with it. You know what I mean? But because he's having fun, sometimes you don't get the performance that the movie needs, so therefore you have to rein him in. Like Eddie Brock might even be... Like, what is that character, really? It's so goofy. And we were saying this earlier on that at this point, it's almost like uh, Tom Hardy doesn't do an accent. Hmm. He does a goofy voice. That's what it is. That's his good, accent. Good night, Mrs. Chen. Yeah. Uh, goodbye. Good night, Mrs. Oh, Chen. Hello, Mr. Batman. <laughs> oh, do you feel in control? Eat more brows gone. I Very can't, expressive I, I can't, brows. That's see, all he had was brows. I don't have expressive brows. Yeah. That's the thing. Uh, Christopher Nolan is... Your biggest elbow. I know. It's my one day. <laughs> Curse you! <laughs> now, Christopher Nolan says that like Tom Hardy is the most expressive face, so he was okay with hiding him behind the mask and everything, which is true. But mm, still, yeah. it's... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and I'm a, such a fan of Tom Hardy, and I hate saying this, but yeah. he's becoming a bit of a joke. Venom and uh, Capone. Yeah, it's just it's too silly. It's too goofy. A, where's the nuance performance? Venom Two is on the way as well. So look, we're hoping he'll turn things Let's hope around. Andy Circus just reigns him, him in. I there. mean, listen, he's he could do it. You know, yeah. he could do it. The talent is there. That's not the problem. No, it's it's uh, control. The control. Control. Need the control. Need a bit of control. Anyway, speaking of control, let's move on to the Snyder Cut. The thing the internet is all talking about. The Snyder Cut is happening. It's a- This is not a drill. It's actually happening. May 2021. My friend rang me and said, did you see the news? Snyder Cut's happening. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's not. Fuck you. Went online. I was like, oh my God, it actually is happening. And Ian broke the news to me. And as you know, we've always been supporters of the Snyder Cut on this show. <laughs> we've said it was definitely going to happen, that it was a real thing. Yeah, uh, and I can't wait to see yeah, it. It's going to be better. I especially have been very vocal about how much I love the idea <laughs> of the Snyder Cut. No, look, I mean, 
I'm happy it's happening. Yeah, I can't believe they've actually done this. I, I mean, yeah. It's, this is strange. It's this is very a strange, strange time for Hollywood. I will say it sets a terrible precedent for Hollywood. It, it really does. And the only reason they're doing this now is because it will make millions. That's the thing. So yeah. we read articles where they were saying that release the Snyder Cut fans were bullying Warner Brothers, yeah. this corporation that owns your father and mother. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, like all these articles, people being like, first of all, they bully the actors, then they bully the critics, then they bullied Warner Brothers. Most of all, it's like you can't bully a studio. No, there was some toxic fandom there. Yeah, I'm not totally. saying that. I'm not arguing that, but no one bullies Warner Brothers. No, no one bullies Warner Brothers. No. Warner Brothers waited until it was financially feasible. They're like, oh, we can make money out of this now. Mm. You know those people that we're ignoring? Okay, let's listen to them because it'll make us money. Yeah, we saw how much the, the hashtag was tre- trending and everything. Yeah. And we see the support there. So, yeah, sure. It's like when Deadpool, when everyone reacted well to the footage, they're like, oh, well, we'll make a Deadpool movie. Once he's seen Dollar Signs, he yeah. unmuted those fans. Exactly. That's all. They just had him on mute. Exactly. Are you if telling me that Warner Brothers CEO was losing sleep over the release of Snyder <laughs> Cut? so mean to me. This hashtag. The Snyder Cut. <laughs> they said I don't know how to make a good movie and, and could someone please fix my money bed yeah and then his wife's coming up with uh, golden soup and she's wiping hey, man, his tears with I money wanna, I don't want I don't want to eat I don't feel like eating no, trophy but, wife by the way of course yeah yeah 50 years younger than him yeah exactly yeah. Uh, but like I mean if Disney didn't want to fire James Gunn they wouldn't have they just did it as a PR move yeah. you know everything is PR everything is to do with profits you know it's all profits yeah. it's all profits if they thought if they thought there would be no backlash to their profit margin if they kept on James Gunn they would have kept him on that's why they brought him back the same reason that Chris Hemsworth is in extraction is the reason why they're making the exactly. Schneider Club right now money there's a book to be made eyeballs there's stuff to be made there and listen you know I don't. I want to give credit to the Snyder Cut people because they stuck at it they did. for so long. With now, some of their tactics was a bit underhanded. Totally. I did think that they they were too aggressive at times, but it did feckin' work. The only problem is everyone kinda opens the floodgates. Everyone wants a recut now. The Last Jedi redone, a- air cut of Suicide Release Squad. The, the air cut. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. No. David Ayer like he didn't even do it jokingly you know what I mean it's also so different it's so different he didn't leave the project he wasn't either fired depending on who you talk to or left the project because of a family matter no it depends on who you talk to that movie was still ending with a giant beam shooting into the sky and everyone fighting each other there I'm sure it's a different it's a different type of film if he just had his complete weight by the way there's also an extended cut yeah a Suicide Squad that he says is more in line with his version or whatever the fuck what really pisses me off about this whole thing yeah. is that David Ayer sat there and said this is my cut yeah of the the one that was released yeah. he said, this is my cut and I'm proud of this movie no don't worry this is actually my cut everyone now I understand that you gotta be political about these things don't do a Josh Trank Josh Trank tweeted the weekend that Fantastic Four was coming out saying this is not my cut and I had yeah. a better version of it beforehand in yeah. other words career suicide he basically said six months ago I had a great version of this movie now there's now you're getting this this is on the eve of the film being released and I'm telling you when you see a director say that first of all it goes viral and then dollars are reduced they just are no matter what Fox lost out like the the movie's trash it's absolute trash it spits in your eyes and it pisses in your mouth but either way they still lost money because of Josh Trank tweeting that 
kind of a childish way it moved. Now, you could tweet that after two weeks. After the movie has bombed and yeah. just, you know, give a candid review where like, listen, I had to support the movie before, but now that it's out, you know, this really isn't my cut. I had a better version, blah, blah, blah. There's a way of putting it that doesn't seem defensive and childish and preemptive and everything. The preemptiveness is the worst thing about it. A Rogue One cut as well. Gareth Evans. They want Gareth Evans cut of the movie. But, but the movie's good. The movie's fine. Why are we changing it? Everything leading up to the movie is only decent. Everything leading up to the finale is only decent, but the finale is the only thing that's different. Yeah, and also, it's a happier ending. Yeah. I love the ending. Me too. I love the ending. It's so not what I expected. Yeah. I'm like, they wouldn't do that. They wouldn't have the balls to do that. Yeah. And then they had the ending that's in there. Actually, we can spoil it. They die oh, yeah. at the end. They the main die. Everyone gets dying. blown up. And it's great. And they don't do a kiss at the end, which I actually liked. I appreciate it. Me too. Yeah. Because I didn't, you know, the chemistry was there, but it didn't feel fleshed out enough. No. You know what I mean? But like, I, Rogue One, everyone says about Rogue One, listen, you get through the first part, end of it amazing i know brilliant after a certain point they get to scarf and everything after that is great you know what i mean so why would why do they want this gareth evans cut or whatever there's one cut that's fans have been clamoring for now and oh it, it riled me up and what? i don't think you know about this no so paul feig the director of Ghostbusters. ghostbusters has a three and a half hour cut of that movie before sony meddled with it I'm telling you, okay? Yeah. That's torture right there. Yeah. If you set me down mm. and you play that movie five minutes in, don't mind three and a half hours, yeah. five minutes in, I'm telling you everything. Everything. Yeah. North Korea, you want to know all the, the codes or, yeah. you know, I will tell you whatever, I'll lie to you, I'll tell you whatever you want. Yeah. I tell you what, Paul Feig, you want to prove that that's a worthy version, leak the script. Leak the script yes, of that please. version. Leak the script and we'll all read it and then we'll go, oh, wow, this really does look like a good version. Or we'll go, wow, this is not very good at all. When I seen that, I was like, Snyder Cut! Yeah, come on, Snyder Cut. Look. Don't. Do not. This, the Snyder Cut is a very unique situation. Yeah. It's extremely unique. It's yeah. not like the David Ayer no. cut of Suicide Squad. That's a completely different situation. Yeah. The Snyder Cut, it was a six to seven month shoot. And then someone else came in and finished it and added, like, Josh Whedon came in and, and added changed the scenes. vision. It's completely different. And you got to think, like, Schneider, Zack Schneider, he just, he sweated and he put everything into that movie. Whether it's good or not. Yeah. He put a lot into that. He put a lot of time and effort into that movie. Yeah. It was seven months of a shoot. That's huge, by the way. Some, like Ant-Man will be shot twice. The first yeah. Ant-Man shot twice there. By the way, the critical reception for Justice League is 40%. Batman v Superman sits at a 28%. So that is, Batman v Superman is, as far as I know, and the old extended cut is Zack Snyder's cut of the movie. Especially the extended cut. Yeah. Man of Steel, what's that sitting at on Rotten Tomatoes or I whatever? I think it's between 50 and 60%. 50 and 60%. So that's the highest reviewed Zack Snyder movie, which was, again, his entire vision, his entire cut, still not great. No. So, I, I, don't... Thought, I thought it was good. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, Man of Steel is a great building point, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a stepping off point. It's good foundations. Yeah. And it's only going to get better. That's what you think in your head. You're yeah. like, hey, okay. Like, if... Thor. Thor's okay. Mm -hmm. But, like, hey, let's make it better. And then they give you the, the Thor shit two, show. And, and then you're Thor like, two. oh, my God. I never want to watch another Thor movie. Yeah. And then Thor 3. Basically, because they had such shit show with the second Thor, they brought in Taika Waititi, who was like, I'm a bit sick of Thor. And then they do, do something cool with it. Yeah. But, yeah, like... So, statistically, this movie is not going to get much better. Historically. In fact, historically, it'll probably get worse <laughs> yeah. with Zack Snyder's cut. But 
it is definitely his cut and it's his and as you pointed out to me i was a bit more critical of this and you had done more research than me and you were saying that there actually is like three hours of footage of an entirely different movie you made yeah. an excellent point how many scenes with superman is there where i don't know what's going on with yeah. this yeah how many scenes of superman with there with the dodgy face every single scene in that movie the sonic clip yeah they say what 15 to 20 minutes of the movie is josh whedon reshoots well, no they said that charles roven the producer the main producer said yeah. by the way he's the guy whose phone was tapped mm. by um what's his name the director die hard yeah yeah um but, and john mctiernan, john McTiernan but anyway yeah. that's for uh, check out that episode we have a die hard episode plugging it's ourselves all the trivia it's yeah. so good so good and we got plugging our biceps our... out we do we do some of them are better than others you decide. Um, I'll decide. Just stop, would okay. you? Um, anyway, Charles Rowland said 15 to 20% yeah. of Justice League. The one that came out is um, Joss Whedon. 15 to 20%. 15 to 20% of the movie is that floating lip yeah. alone. At least. So... It's a good 40 minutes of that movie that is Josh Whedon's, I yeah. would say. And that, and that's not even like... It's a two-hour long movie with yeah. credits. And that's not changing full scenes. That's changing context. That's changing character motivations. See, we got to think about that as well. There yeah. could be scenes that are from the Schneider cut, but because the setup is different yeah. and the end result is different as well, then the context has changed. For example, we were looking at the scene where they dig up Superman's body also a stupid fucking scene whether no matter what could it is yeah. we are watching characters superheroes dig up the body of superman what the fuck why are we watching that also, scene also by the way um wonder woman could just scoop it up yeah why, why is it taking so long why is the flash not using Don't. his super speed to dig it up why is wonder woman not just reaching respectful? into the ground like what are you trying to be respectful anyway. I, it better be it Suffi better be that suffice to say that uh, they have that scene and it's Cyborg and Flash talking and whatever but they're uh, apparently in the background you can see Wonder Woman and Aquaman and they probably have their own scene so that's something that is in the Zack Snyder cut yeah. it's just a bit longer exactly yeah. so there are clearly these scenes that are just extended there are some scenes where the context is changed by Josh Whedon you know it's and context is key because I'm yeah. sure you can manipulate loads of scenes yeah. and be like okay well we can kind of throw that in there yeah. gives us this little little connected tissue or this little moment with two characters yeah. but really we're not seeing the, the setup and we're not seeing the end result so yeah. it's it's weird all of the flash pushing and moving things that's josh whedon how many scenes with pudgy batman how many scenes with fake lip superman you know, know what i mean like and also makes no sense because if you watch batman versus superman batman got so much cardio in the yeah, third act so much so much cardio in the third he was act. just running all over the place shooting a zip line hiding hiding yeah. from doomsday because that's a cool thing for batman <laughs> to do just hey who 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 was that all Hmm. Zack Schneider Mr. Schneider himself exactly but look I'm excited because I'm curious and Zack Snyder's wife Deborah Schneider yeah, Deborah. said that uh, it may be released episodically and she said that is the best form for that movie to be released in that says a lot about says his a lot of, says a lot about the cut says a lot about the quality of the content they're putting out you know it's true. so the Schneider cut is 3 hours and 34 minutes people long. are saying 5 hours that's not true it's 3 hours 5 hours was the assembly cut assembly which cut which is when you just put everything together and loads of films are like 5 hours long yeah. when you put everything together and then you go oh my god there's so much fat the on Irish this. Man and was, I'm not talking about yeah, Batman the Irish Man was 24 hours long funny enough I'd know? say so yeah. 3 days long no wonder they were editing that for over a year yeah. but anyway yeah it was five hours long it was almost I think the way Zack Snyder put it was the assembly cut was almost five hours long and now it was 
214 minutes long, mm-hmm. which translates to three hours and 34 minutes. Yeah, and this movie was meant to set up a trilogy. Yeah. yeah. But that was his, that was going to be his release. Like, that was his edit. That was his cut of the movie. So you can kind of imagine Warner Brothers being like, it's how long? Yeah. Endgame was three hours long, and that was controversial. Yeah, it's how it, yeah Warner Brothers coming. It's how long, and it's not even the ending. It's the setup for a trilogy. See, you gotta think. Okay, Warner Brothers are talking. They're taking dollar dollar bills. So yeah. you make a movie and you release it as three and a half hours long. How many times can you show that a day in in one screen? Yeah. That they think of that. That's a huge factor. Exactly. Even Lord of the Rings. One of the greatest epics ever put to film. They still cut it down to like two hour versions for the cinema. Yeah. yeah, you get your home release that's three hours long. That is, in my opinion, the only way to watch those movies now. But st- like, I can't even watch the cut down version because really? I'm like, this scene's missing, this scene's missing. I can't, I, I've lost all context. I don't know. <laughs> I can't watch this anymore. No, but like, you even think about those movies, they cut that down and then they released it later. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, it, I don't know. There's a lot there, but I think there's a lot. There's a lot of reasons why he may have got fired, but but now I, I know there's there's different family trauma. There's family trauma, but then there's rumors that this was going on in the background anyway, way beforehand. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but either way, I'm a, I'm very curious and excited to see it. By I, curious, sorry. By curious, I may be by curious. Yeah, okay. In I general, like yeah. But um, I I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it, but my expectations are low. Me too. But I you know one thing I hope. I really hope when this comes out, there's no gonna be well, you know, Warner Brothers still actually came in yeah. and they, they twisted this and twisted that. Yeah. I really want it just to be Zack Schneider because you know what it's called now, it's not the Schneider cut, it's Zack Schneider's Justice, Justice League, League. Which I actually really like because it's so possessive. Yeah. It's like it's it, it's undoubtedly his. Yeah. So f- I better be. I no. want so the, I want no excuses. If no. this is good or bad, yeah. I want no excuses. But Either way... A few things to say on that. It is coming out, number one. It's coming out. A few things to say. Number one is, if they criticize... If it turns out to be episodic and the criticism is then, well, they put in stuff as filler, uh, so it would have made a better movie. No, that is all Zack Snyder stuff. And Zack Snyder has to be the one to come out and say, no one meddled with this. This is exactly mine. This is my vision. This is my vision completely. He can never go back on that. So whatever he puts on screen has to be the ultimate final version. No more pussyfooting around it which is also by the way not his responsibility it's hbo max and warner brothers responsibility to give him that freedom yeah exactly they're but gonna I give want him no t- excuses no and they're gonna give him 20 million apparently to do it so he said 20 to 30 million yeah which i would balk at i think that's so silly yeah because there's money to be made they know there's money to be made and netflix spent so much money actually did the one i was using there the example was that Greyhound, that Tom Hanks passion project, that watched the trailer, it looks kind of goofy. Bought by Apple TV. For 70 million. They bought the streaming Crazy. streaming rights of that movie for 70 million. You're and you're the, telling me. The Snyder Cut? And if you do it in chapters, you could do that weekly. Yeah. I know. And you're going to get like, what, six weeks, say, of content. Maybe yeah. five to six weeks of content. It's definitely worth at least 50 million, if yeah. not more. But I know you're saying it's not Zach's responsibility, but I actually think it is. I think it's his. Well, he shouldn't do it if they don't. If they... I, that's what I'm saying. If he feels like he's being, uh, you know, cha- you know, I can't think of the word. Not chafed. Um, if if their hands if, were meddling with it at all. Yeah. If he's being constricted creatively, he needs to say. He needs to not put it out for the sake of it. He needs to walk away from it. Yeah, because totally. honestly, if this comes out and even after that, he's like, oh, it's not my cut. It's just a fucking joke at that stage. Yeah. You know what? It's your fault now that this movie is like this. And 
you know, another thing is, I don't know if fans understand the ownership they now have of this, you know? And you saw it with Sonic to a lesser degree. Yeah, they're responsible now. You're responsible now. So it is your job now. I think anyone who ever used this hashtag, the Snyder Cut, blah, blah, blah. Release the Snyder Cut. Release the Snyder Cut, any of that shit. Your job now to go pay for HBO Max yes. and watch it. Yeah, it's your responsibility. Yeah. You're obligated to do this yeah. now. And I really, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen either. I th- and I have a feeling that they're going to go, fuck Warner Brothers, you should have yeah. done this in the first place. Exactly. That's no, why you cannot do that. You no. can't do that. You yeah. can't sit two sides of the fence. Exactly. You can't be happy like I'm doing right now. <laughs> I know, yeah. But here's the that's the thing though. That's just people. That's always the case. I like know, you I see know. it all the time. They want one thing, you make them give them that, and then they want they say, Well, no, you shouldn't have done that because this happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just how people are. But it's just the bullshit I'm trying to anticipate about this. Also, this movie will never be reviewed objectively by fans. Never. Ever. They've already decided. They've it's already, amazing. They've already decided it's you amazing. You can't fucking do that. You no. just can't do that. All they need is for this to be a better movie than Justice League in some way for yeah. them to go and then they're vindicated this is the greatest movie of all time you yeah. know this is the best comic book movie ever it's like with Daredevil you know fans of the original Daredevil movie they're like well if you watch the extended cut it's actually a much better film which I have heard it is but still not a good movie yeah so I don't think this movie is going to move into good movie territory it has the potential I hope so yeah like, I watched the have you ever seen the Batman versus Superman extended cut Yes, I have. It really helps. It does. There's a lot more context to it because yeah. it was pared down. Then again, Zack Schneider goes and makes a three-hour-long movie. Yeah. You know, this is just a... What is it? Is that the second DCEU movie? He's just... Uh, like, for him to even say, like, yeah, I have a cut of this movie. It's three hours long. It's like, Zack, you know that's, the, that's not how long these movies can be. Like, it's so... Stupid. That's, yeah, that's it, the problem. You have responsibility as well. Yeah. I, I don't think it was just Warner Brothers. No. But at the same time, yeah. I'm really happy to see that this is happening. I can, I can understand why Warner... Sorry, you were saying something? No, 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 go I ahead. can understand why Warner Brothers are fed up. Because they're... Why they got fed up. Because it's a bit like, hey, yeah, I'll make Batman v Superman. Oh, yeah, I'm going to throw all these cools in. So here's my cut. It's three hours long. They're like, Zach, come on. You know you can't do that. No, at the same point. Yeah. You get Batman versus Superman. Yeah. What does Warner Brothers do? They double down. Yeah. They don't go, oh, hold on, hold on. Let's push back. Justice yeah. League by no. a year. Yeah. And let's reassess the situation. Instead, a month after it came out, they're straight into production. Mm-hmm. So they had the response like they they had the, the moment where they could have went, Yeah, you know what, I know we're we're our hearts set on that date and, yeah. we, and we want to fast track this, yeah. but maybe this is not the right approach. Maybe it's not the right approach. Like, maybe Zach's vision just needs to be crafted a bit better. Let, yeah. Let's let's look over this entire project again. Because they're the ones Yeah. Who okayed the script? Are you telling me Warner Brothers gave him 250 million without reading the script? Yeah, exactly. Also, like, you don't think they ever went to... Well, maybe that's why Zach was so pissed off as well, because he's like... They okayed it. You guys, you you said go ahead. You said it was okay. Keep running this train. Yeah. Runaway train, never coming back. When D sings that to the hitchhiker and always sunny. Anyway. uh, So, I mean, there's there's so many levels to this. So many angles. You can't just go... He's to blame. Yeah. Or she's to blame. Yeah. There's a lot to blame. A I lot see of people every- made wrong wrong moves. I see everyone's side. Even that bullied, beaten down studio called Warner Brothers, you know? <sighs> Poor guys. Poor I can't, guys. can't believe they were taking its lunch money every day and stuffing it into a locker. I know. Will it ever get over? I don't know. It'll be it'll be one of those things where it confronts its bullies years HBO, later. HBO Max will be hey, so fearful now. Hey, you. Get your hands off her, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Warner Brothers fans step around they're fucking tight Superman tops on standing up what did you say little boy <laughs> uh, yeah uh, just to say like 
I know it's a lesser thing, but Sonic, there was an ownership there from fans because they had the thing changed and it didn't improve Sonic's performance at the box it office. Made 300 million. It's kind of okay. It's okay. It didn't improve its performance at the box office or improve the movie, really. I'd love to know the number of people that tweeted about it and then compare that to, to the, who went and saw it. Who went and saw it yeah. and how much it made. Exactly. Like, mm. I ripped on the Sonic movie, but I would have preferred to see an average Sonic movie that has a demonic-looking Sonic than I would have an average movie that has a normal-looking yeah. Sonic, you know? So, Snyder Cut fans, you owe it to yourselves and the cause you started and created. Fair play to you. Now, be upstanding about it and follow through. And Zack Snyder, don't let anyone compromise your vision no, this time. No way. Yeah. Also, we gotta just ask... What happens to the DCEU? Yeah. Like, it's already a mess. It's already a shit show yeah. where, like, say, Aquaman is just... Aquaman almost forgets about that movie that just happened. But it still existed. And same actor, same outfit. Everything... Like, so even Kate... What's her one name who, who plays Mira? Uh, 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 Johnny Depp's love of his yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful yeah. relationship. Yeah, beautiful. It turns out she was a bit bad as just well. Just two roses in the wind. Roses, roses. Yeah. But anyway, Amber Heard. Amber, Amber Heard. Heard. Nice. She's really fond of uh, iPhones, I heard. She is, yeah. And cracking them off. <laughs> Johnny yeah, Depp's head. Yeah, punching Johnny as well. You know? <laughs> I was too drunk to feel that blow anyway. Oh, yeah, of course he was. But anyway, like she's in it. Like It's so weird how the DCEU... It, it's just it's an absolute shit show it's even hard to break down but yeah. I would love to know what will happen right imagine like, let's say Snyder Cook comes out and it's amazing it's amazing most likely not no. but let's say it's amazing right and people are like holy shit this is what they had on the table yeah instead they got Joss Whedon to just give us some like yeah uh, overcooked piece of steak anyway uh, what what did you do then then do, do they go well uh, we're, we're gonna make that the continuity now yeah. like it's there's so many problems. It's such a shit show. Like, and then we have a, a different iteration of Joker. We have a different iteration of Batman. I love they just owned it and said, "This is all separate. This yeah. is all different." Okay? Ben Affleck is not coming back as Batman, no matter no. what the reception in this movie. His body e- can't come back as Batman. Ezra Miller potentially won't be here from well, in a very he's long busy, time. Yeah, choke slamming bitches. He's choke slamming so. women all over the place. So you know yeah. he's busy, um, and people just not reacting to that. Look it up. Ezra Miller chokeslams a woman. It happened. It the happened. Flash chokeslams flo- a woman. Ch- flash chokeslams a woman. I know if you look at most media websites, you didn't hear about it. But I don't know if you watch Joss Whedon's Justice League. Yeah. He's never been in battle. No. He just pushes people. He just no, pushes people. He actually chokeslams women. He actually women. pushes her up in the air by her neck and pushes her down on the floor by the yeah, neck. Yeah, so check that out. But uh, yeah, now we're going to move on to the new DC movie, the next one that's in the lineup, which is The Batman Matt Reeves Batman Matt Reeves Batman we have some qualms so, the quarantine lifestyle has uh, affected Robert Pattinson's I guess uh, workout routine I'm just gonna pull up uh, just gotta pull up something I wanna pull up the message thread of when I discovered this this heinous crime <laughs> that Robert Pattinson you? was co- Robert Pattinson was committing to uh, so you know Ian and I obviously text and we discuss uh, discuss everything that happens and uh, I sent him an article that I found hang on where you is were this just slightly disgruntled just a slightly just a just a teensy weensy <laughs> bit just a little a little offensive I sent him the link and I said I found this article offensive and that was a measured response uh, and then the next day when I saw Ian he was like it was just I just let loose. I let loose. <laughs> you vented, I vented, to say the least. 
Robert Pattinson has decided that he doesn't want to... And, and, you know what? I, I won't quote him now because I want to get his exact wording. I want to know exactly what he is. But basically what he's saying is he's not working out. He's not getting in a certain level of shape because of the expectations of Hollywood movies. So he's not going to be this cut and rip Batman. He's just kind of doing the basics. It sets a harmful standard, it I guess. It sets a harmful standard for people, I believe. To what? Your confidence? To other people's confidence? Yeah. You're hurting people. You're, people are upset that Batman looks ripped. Is that what you're saying? That he looks strong? You're, that he, he has a physicality about Batman him? That Batman looks like he could beat people up really easily? The man who doesn't have an actual superhero power? The man who has to be in peak Olympic level condition in order to stay relevant? You're saying that that guy shouldn't be? Nah, that no, that doesn't sound right. When Zoe Kravitz is working out five days a week to no, no, get in Catwoman lo- shape? Someone thinking logically wouldn't say something no. like that. Especially to like a big, maybe a big magazine. Like Vanity Fair, GQ or something like who? that? I never heard of those. No, neither have I. So look, Robert Pattinson is saying he's not going to get in shape. He's kind of doing running and everything. And people thought he was going for a more trim body. You know, like a Dick Grayson, as you pointed out. Yep. Which, you know what? That's athletic and kind of gymnastic and everything. So I can get on top of that, especially yeah, since as yeah. a Dick Grayson fan. And I know that no. he doesn't really have that sort of body type. Yeah. I want to read exactly what he wrote here. Just so we don't get, don't misquote him. Don't get him wrong. Yeah. I think if you're working out all the time, you're part of the problem. He told GQ. You set a precedent. No one was doing this in the 1970s. Even James Dean, he wasn't exactly ripped. Uh, that was his whole thing. That's his whole argument, basically. See, I, it's weird. I don't remember James Dean playing Batman. Neither do I. I don't remember James Dean. I have Dean. to look into that. He was in two movies, Rebel Without a Cause and... Batman. Batman, no. It must, it must be Batman. It must be Batman. It has to be Batman. But why would you compare yourself? To James if he'd Dean said, in the 70s. If he said potentially Michael Keaton, it might have been a valid comparison. Yes. May have yes. been valid then, but... That if, was also 30 years ago, but yes. 30 years ago, and he had a suit that made him look big, which mm-hmm. was the point of the suit. But, you know, whatever. There are modern movie standards, and if you go move past the 70s, men are expected to be of a certain level, and so are women. And listen, yeah. I'm not going to say they're not harmful, but when it comes to playing superheroes, I kind of understand. Well, well, I break down my biggest problem. Yeah. We have a Batman that's not taking steroids. Yeah. Why are you not taking steroids, Batman? Get on the juice. Get on the juice, baby. We need to, we I wanted to be able to have a got juiced episode I know. where we talk about Robert Pattinson. Jesus, Robert Pattinson looks like he's got two of himself in his body. Yeah. What the f- he's huge. He looks like he ate every other performance of Robert Pattinson. Yeah, exactly. I could build a house on his shoulders. Actually, Google shirtless Robert Pattinson, which we did ages ago, and yeah. he looks fucking great. He does look great. I- now he still needs a bit of meat. He needs a bit of meat in those bones. Well, and I mean chiseled muscle yeah. when I say meat, by chiseled the way. Chiseled muscle, yeah. Not just flab or meaty meaty goodness. We're talking about muscle here. I just put here. in Rupert. Yeah, Robert. Are we part of the problem, do you think? Or are we justifiably angry about this? I think we are. Uh, we are completely correct. And we have nothing to worry about. Because I want him to take steroids. And yeah. <laughs> I want him to risk his boner. That's what I want. That's what I want. <laughs> Put his balls at risk. I want I want that testosterone to be draining from his body. Listen, I I wouldn't be holding him. That's to, the picture, isn't it? That's yeah. the good one. Like, that's a Batman. You're getting to a Batman You're physique getting to the Batman. There. That's a young Batman? Yeah, right there. Like, And I get it if he was saying he doesn't want to get too good a shape because Batman's just starting out or whatever. As opposed to, I don't want to set harmful presidents or whatever. Press precedents. Precedents, yes. Yeah. He's not a president of anything. Is he not? But, like, I just... It just baffles me because I would never put this expectation on someone else if I wouldn't hold myself to the same standards where if I got in a situation 
fucking in some parallel Rick and Morty universe <laughs> where I got to play a superhero. It doesn't even have to be a big superhero. Yeah, do you want to do the podcast? No, I'm playing Batman. I'm playing Batman. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm working out for Batman. I would. He doesn't hang out with me anymore because he's playing Batman. <laughs> All he does is do steroids. Yeah. And and, and, and cry over his flaccid penis. <laughs> I know. I don't cry over that. I just work out harder. <laughs> Tear, protein tears. Listen, it'd all be you worth it. Them. It would all be worth it if I got to play Batman. But like, you cry steaks, pieces of steak, <laughs> pieces of steak drip, and then I eat them, <laughs> exactly. I eat them again. But like, it, you're playing Batman. You're playing Batman, and you know I don't need him to be this hulking. I don't want to see him. I don't need him to be abomination in uh, no. the Incredible Hulk. I don't need him to be that. I don't need it to be a Henry Cavill who has to be no. 100 pounds heavier than every other man on the planet. We were saying yeah. who's going to play Superman in this universe? Then Michael, Michael Sarah? Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> just to be in some way opposed. The, what the fuck? Oh, Two just... Face could be like Christopher Min's Plast or something <laughs> like that. I'd actually like to see that. He'd actually make he'd make a good Riddler. He would. He would. He'd be he maybe a bit too goofy, but yeah. maybe he could rein it in. Oh yeah, Dane. Don't talk to Tom Hardy. What's his? What's the? Who's playing the Riddler in this? Uh, oh, uh, Paul, Paul Dano. Dano. Paul you Dano. You gotta say Dane Henry. Yeah, I was. So Ooh, Robert Pat- be bad, actually. No, Robert Pattinson and Paul Dano are gonna have the same body type in this movie yeah exactly <laughs> except Paul Dano's getting fucking ripped because <laughs> he has to wear the, the Riddler leotard and everything oh, so he's just, dumbbells dumbbells yeah. dumbbells hammer curls hammer curls Colin Farrell as the penguin should not be the most ripped person on this set yeah okay exactly exactly like and as I said I don't need him to fully relinquish his boner no. you know I just want him to be a little little bit juiced you I, know? Want, I want to see him and go wow there's Batman I don't want to see him and go wow that's attainable <laughs> exactly that's what we were saying so yeah. you're what 6'1 6'2 6'1 if I say 6'2 people will call me out that I'm not I'm 6'1 you're Batman height I'm Batman height I think you could get in better shape than Robert Pattinson I think I could I think I could do it I'm on the way there I'm not eating at ever. one point in my life I was in really good shape I've seen the last, photo it was actually last year and I won't what? put that photo up put it up no no that's Show that's too much. You wouldn't blur. You wouldn't bleep Madonna's pussy. You're putting up this photo, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, that's that's too much. That's like wanking all over myself, wanking to it. Oh, to backed you into a corner <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah. But anyway, I don't. That was a shed. Yeah. And working out for four times a week not even and a proper meal plan no just, not at all just yeah. been like hey I'll try to eat vegetables if yeah. I'm eating dinner it's going to be fish and vegetables yeah. I, I don't want to be anywhere near what my what my Batman will look like mm. I sh- it shouldn't be attainable it shouldn't be attainable Yeah. it shouldn't be attainable unless I'm rich yeah. and it's my job to look that good exactly and I'm full of fucking juice man the studio needs to step in and just be like listen I understand where you're coming from okay but it's your job you need to look a certain way to play Batman also, he's letting me down so much because I fought in his corner we from the start. We both have. I convinced you. You convinced me. You were like, Robert Pattinson, what the fuck? And I was like, what was the movie? It was um, Good Time. Good Time. I was like, just watch Good Time. Yeah. You'll love him in yeah. Good Time. That's what changed my mind. Watch him in Good Time. And then he fucking shits all over me. He shit the bed. He's done a Capone. Oh my God, <laughs> he's done a Capone. And I, like, I just... And I, we need to put that shit back in him because yeah. we need to pack him full of juice. I get it, okay? You know... You don't want to set these standards that are impossible, that give people body image issues or whatever. I understand that. But I think everyone has enough wherewithal to know if you're playing a superhero, you are in good shape. If you are playing a superhero whose thing is they are incredibly intelligent and a physical force. 
With no powers. With no powers. No superpowers. They have nothing else going for them except their incredible intelligence, their training, and their physical, their physicality and what they yes. bring to the role. You have to be in shape. Also, okay, so he's saying body shaming and all like that. He doesn't yeah. want to make give people a complex. No. I'm telling you, there's fucking huge fat nerds right now going, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, me. Yeah. Me. I'm telling you, though, there's these guys and yeah. the fucking pimples everywhere and yeah. all the is Doritos and Mountain, Ju- Ma- yeah. Mountain Dew and they're like well, I want my Batman fucking huge yeah. you know there is those guys I yeah. know any any fucking actually not, no, I don't know I don't know a guy like that but anybody like that thank any, you Robert Pattinson I feel good about myself there's now. no way they yeah. would be the people they'd be the worst they're like, the most vocal and guys they have sensitive hearts they're gonna you're gonna give them a heart attack yeah you've killed more people by <laughs> this release than without it exactly <sighs> Look, I understand the argument. Or they're like just shoveling another eclair going, yeah. I could be Batman. <laughs> That's me. That I is me. I stare in the mirror sometimes at my moves and my belly and I go, I could be Batman. Put it this way, okay? I'm 5'5. Five five. Yeah. If they had Kevin Hart as Batman, I'd be like, fuck you guys, I want a tall Batman. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I wouldn't be like, hey, Ladies are going to look at me different now. They're going to look at me and go, he could be Batman. No, <laughs> I don't want that. It wouldn't happen anyway, but I mean, like, oh, I don't want that. I've I don't told want... you, Ian, you could be Wolverine. You have to be happy with that. I'm still an inch off. I need to get those uh, Tony Stark shoes. Yeah, get those platform lifts, <laughs> yeah, exactly. baby. But, th- like, you know, I don't yeah. want that. I don't want my Batman to be closer to my height. I want him yeah. to have that physicality. I want him to be 6'1", six, 6'2". Six, and look. The Just su- saying. Like, the, I mean, that's yeah. the only thing I can kind of The suit compare. is going to obviously do something for him. You know, it always does. Yeah, it's doing a lot of fucking work. Do it, but I just... I don't know. I just have expectations for Batman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Superman even, like... He doesn't have to be Superman. He doesn't have to be like that. Henry Cavill wants to look like that yeah. which is great but yeah, like boy. Superman just give him a barrel even Superman in the comics when he's in the cloth he's got a barrel chest and just kind of a, a straight belly and big arms that's it okay he looks like a classic strong man okay yeah. Wonder Woman I understand you have to be a certain physical shape and everything like this Batman and he actually changed it as well yeah like Gal Gadot doesn't have double D breasts <laughs> she doesn't and like honestly you Look at any comic book. Yeah, I know. Well, that's just because... That's comic, where I look first. Comic books drawn by men, so they're just like... Bah, 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 bah. I know, but yeah. I mean, like, they could have got someone who was super busty. Yeah, just for the sake of it. Yeah. Whereas Gal Gadot is the perfect Wonder Absolute Woman. Absolute goddess, yeah. great actress, yeah. looks amazing. She's perfect. But She's perfect, she really is. And I I don't know, for him, he's leading the movie. He is the lead in this movie. And for Zoe Kravitz to be saying to him, oh man, I'm working out five days a week. And he's like... So I run, yeah, exactly. I run, you know, I do my thing. Yeah, I, w- I run to the, the taco fucking restaurant. Are you fasting at least? Nah, I just run. Nah. I just run and I stick to the meal plan. And, and I watch Game of Thrones season 8 over and over because oh. now, now I'm just getting angry. I'm just getting angry. That's what. Oh. That's the thing. I'm getting angry with him. Even Ruby Rose is so fed up with this that she's left Batwoman because of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue by the way thank you yeah now, Ruby Rose is off Batwoman now because the scheduling was too yeah. hard like, oh, yeah. Yeah. You sign know what up to son- a TV show and they're like what I'm making a TV show sign up to a CW TV show where you know you're going to have a tough schedule also I was thinking wasn't it supposed to have around 20 something episodes and I think they only had to do 19 I don't yeah. think they could finish it so she's done less episodes than everyone else has yeah. in her first season and she's like it's too much guys too much guys can't do it yeah nearly broke my back like I would understand if the, the role was offered to her and yeah. she goes here you show me this schedule because I'm sure they showed her everything and she was like that's just a bit much for me it's not going to work for me I'm like oh sure yeah whatever okay, lots we'll of people that else. doesn't work for hey that's disappointing also, but hey we'll find someone else also you got a successful movie career so 
just stick to that then. But to go, okay, I'll sign on to that. And then, and then halfway, well, it, it, she does almost a full season. And, and then she's be like, like, yeah, I'm done. It's too much. Yeah, too much. Not doing it anymore. It's like, come on, Ruby Rose. Yeah. You knew what you were signing up for. Also, like, it's a superhero franchise. You know, it's going to be intense. You have to expect it's certain. It's a CW show. It's a CW show. All the podcasts, all they talk about, all the actors talk about. Yeah. And I've listened to now a Grant Gustin episode and or, on the podcast. Michael Rosenbaum's podcast, we should shout it out. My favourite Lex Luthor. Yeah, I don't yeah. care what people say. Yeah, yeah. But I never anyway. watched it, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, but Grant Gustin and... Uh, Stephen Amell. Stephen Amell, who plays Green Arrow. They were both on it, and they were like, the scheduling is so tough. Yeah. Guess what? Stephen Amell's hated this for a long time. He did eight years of it. Yeah. He just did it. So, look, Ruby Rose, you should... Get your shit together. Get your shit together, you know? And, and like... Someone please get Robert Pattinson a dumbbell. Someone, someone please. please. He has... What does he have? What's the thing called? It's like bars, but it's on a, a movable... I don't know it's what on, it's called. It's like half a yoga ball and half like bars and everything. I want one of them, actually. I want to still make pretty, an offensive joke. They're pretty... They look like they're... To do something for you? No, definitely they they would. But man, I don't want Zoe Kravitz to be hulking out of this Catwoman outfit, and he's just like, "Hey, man, well, you know." Yeah, well, when she said hey, that, "Hey, Two Face, you stop." <laughs> when she said that, I was like, "Can't wait to see Catwoman." I know, I know, I know. I'm such a dog, such a dog. I, I, I come th- on. Yeah, I know, but it's like, oh man, can't wait to see that. A it's dog like- that would definitely chase that cat. Yeah. It, hey, nice. It's like when you see Alicia Vikander as Laura Croft, you're like, oh my. God, that woman's in good shape. Oh my God, her abs. I didn't know I was into abs. Now I'm into now abs. Now I'm into abs. Maybe it's just abs on her. But uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson, you've let me down. Get your meals in order and get your goddamn workout routine in and order. And you haven't just let me down. You let yourself down. <laughs> and to finish off, mm. New Mutants. New Mutants. Release date. It's got a fifth release date. hey Is it going to come out this time? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Just... Put it on Disney Plus. Put it on Disney Plus. Just release it quietly on Disney Plus. Don't give it any fanfare. Don't do anything. That is the way this movie will succeed the most. Just, just, if just people are like, hey, New Mutants is on Disney Plus. That's insane. Hey, guess what? It sucks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll Moving move right on. along. Like, Disney want this movie buried, but they also want, like money. So they're like, we'll put it out. Which makes no sense to me. Because I'm like, you like money. Yeah. Don't put it out. Don't put it out then. Don't put it out. You're going to lose money. <sighs> You've already lost money. Almost assuredly. So August 28th, 2020 is the new release date. Hey, guess what? It's probably not going to come out. Probably not going to come out, no. But uh, if it does, we will be there at day one in cinemas to laugh. This It's been coming out for so long, I feel like I've watched it and got yeah. over it. By the way, Mr. Sinister is 100% in this movie, guarantee you. Played by Antonio Banderas, potentially. So that's my prediction. And that's the only thing I care about. I'm going to watch the end credits. Uh, How does it have the running time, by the way? 94 minutes I don't even know that's how long it takes to run away from the movie after you see it <laughs> look I am telling you this that uh, Robert Pattinson needs to bulk Robert Pattinson Robert Pattinson needs to joke up, <laughs> bulk, needs to bulk up number one trample. and number two uh, I'm gonna watch the end of credits scene on my phone of someone who was filming it in the theaters before I go see this movie. Really? That is 100% wow. what's going to happen. Yeah. Wow, that's bad. Yeah, that is bad. And I apologize. If it's not on Disney Plus, I don't think I'm going to see it for a while at least. Yeah, I'm going to wait for it to come out potentially. Yeah. Or will we go see it in theaters? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Imagine we- it was great. I find that very hard to believe. If this is great, then I'm like, Schneider Cut's going to be amazing. That's true. That's true. 
It's the year of impossibilities, I suppose. Will we do our hunk and stunk, uh, hunk and skunk? Yes, let's. Let's finish up. Let's finish up. So hunk goes to. Karen pronounce his name. Randeep Huda in Extraction. Indian Chris Hemsworth. Indi- he is awesome. He is awesome, and he pops almost. Chris Hemsworth is good, but I knew he was good. Exactly. This guy, never seen before, pops completely off screen. Got an education. Got an it's education. Like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm going to keep my eye out for him. I hope he shows up in other stuff because he is just that good. He's and I great. really enjoyed him. I hope he shows up in the MCU now with the Russo brothers. Me connection. too. Me too. I, 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 that would be so good. I'd have to think of a few. I, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to sh- throw out roles because if I get the race wrong, I'm going to appear racist or whatever. Yeah. So I, I get you. I, I'll, I'll see They're if I can. always talking about diversifying their, their totally. cast and all like that. So get him in He's there. A He's a great choice. Badass. Make him, give him a character who's physical as well. Yes. Give him something to do. Yeah. Because I don't even, he doesn't even need a power. I just want to see him fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's got to I mean, be like something. Winter Soldier style. Hell yeah. yeah. Him oh. against Winter Soldier. Oh. Him as a bad guy in the Falcon, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier yeah. uh, season two. Hello. Apparently that's going to link in heavily to mutants, by the way. The, mm. there, there's behind the scenes I'll bite there's some set photos that hint at a mutant island that's mm. very important to uh, <laughs> the X-Men comics so look and then that'll connect to new mutants right <gasps> no 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 not definitely not um, um, and then Skunk we're going to give to Tom Hardy for Capone it hurts but it's so deserved that's my skunk <laughs> that's my skunk award <laughs> and on that note was it worth it that's what I asked Tom Hardy. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? Was it worth it? I can't do the voice. At the um, end of the movie, he just grunts. So I could definitely have just done the dubbing for him the entire yeah, time. Was it worth it? That's the only <laughs> good impression Ian I can do. Ian does a great Stephen Hawking. And now I've told him he's got to sneak it in here more because it's very good. And I can't do it. On that note, thank you for listening to Great Two Theories. Goodbye. Was it worth it? <laughs>